You're listening to Welcome to the Juggle with Liz Heron, episode 59. This is Welcome to the Juggle, the podcast for women who have a lot of balls in the air. I'm your host, Liz Heron, and I created this podcast to provide you with real-world tangible tips and inspiration so you can juggle it all with ease and less effort while having more fun and making sure you don't drop the most important ball, yourself. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now let's jump in. Hello, fellow juggler. Today, I want to talk to you about my wake-up call and how it is that I came to be coaching burnt-out moms. Um, And it started with me being a burnt out mom. (laughs) About two years ago, I was working for a large entertainment company and I was in a role that was pretty stressful and it was, you know, very tight deadlines, you know, lots of, lots of moving parts to it. And I was juggling that I was juggling being a single mom. I was juggling dating and all the things, all the things that we're juggling, right? So it's like relationships and friendships and family, all of the things. And it got to the point where I was just exhausted. I was mentally and physically exhausted. I was under constant stress. Like I just could not reset myself at all. And I kept doing something that I think a lot of women do, which is I was blaming myself and trying to figure it out on my own. And I was thinking if I could just reset, if I could just get a better attitude, if I could just, you know, figure out a time management hack, if I write all of these things, if I could just, and it was all on me, I was absolutely exhausted. Um, and I didn't realize that it was a problem right? Which I think a lot of people like, it's like, you know, that you're tired, you know, that it sucks, but okay. Right. We can, we can figure it out. And it wasn't until my partner and I were in couples counseling and somehow the stress of work kind of came up and the, the therapist had asked if it was affecting our relationship. And I was like, no, (laughs) no, I don't think so. And my partner was like, it is. And that was really the wake up call for me because in that conversation, you know, he shared that it had really changed my personality. Like I wasn't somebody who liked to go out anymore, right? Because I was so tired. I wasn't my usual kind of optimistic self. Um, Because one of the signs of burnout is this sort of cynicism and this feeling like nothing you do is going to matter. It's not going to change, right? It's just, it's very cynical. And that is so not my baseline. And my partner was like, it's changed you. And, you know, he's like, you don't like to go out as much. You're tired all the time. And I had excuses for all of this, right? Oh, I'm tired all the time because I'm getting up early to work out or work on the podcast. And you know, his point was like, yeah, because you're so exhausted and mentally beat up at the end of your workday that you don't have energy for stuff. And it was one of those things where I like that conversation for me was like that, like bucket of ice water, right. That like jolts you out or like smelling salts or something. It really was a wake up call for me that I was like, this isn't how I want to live my life. Right. Like, yeah, I don't recognize myself. I am really like 
short-tempered and, you know, super emotional, right? Like I was crying a lot. I was crying, gosh, when I say a lot, that's an understatement. I'm a crier, but like crying to and from work is not my norm. And that was me every day. Every day I was crying in my car on the way to work, trying to like pet myself up. On the way home, I was crying because I felt like a failure. I basically spent my weekends in like a near constant anxiety attack because I just felt like I was so far behind and I was never going to be able to, you know, catch up or measure up. And it wasn't until that session that I realized just how bad it was and that it wasn't just, oh, I need a vacation or, oh, I need positive mantras and that sort of thing. Like it really was, I needed a complete overhaul. I really need to look at what I was doing with my life, how I was kind of living it, right? Like, you know, and and the fact that I had very few boundaries on my work, uh, work time. And I wasn't really standing up for myself. I would, I didn't have my back. I was kind of letting other people's wants just trample over what I actually needed. And for me, that was unacceptable. I was like, no, this isn't going to work for me. Like that I'd seen it happen in my life before. And I was not about to repeat that same mistake or that, that same cycle. And that led me to, you know, having some frank discussions with my boss and to leaving that role, right? It was, you know, really, really a toxic place to work. And I just wound up leaving. I know there are people who can, you know, will work through it. And for me, I felt like I tried everything and it wasn't getting better. And so I wound up leaving. And it just so happened that I had, through the podcast, um, I had signed some coaching clients and was able to transition into coaching. And it was so interesting to me because I totally believe that like we are magnets for people, right? To teach us lessons. And what I love about coaching is that so often you wind up teaching what it is you need to learn. And if you have kids, you can, you totally understand what this is because there's so many times you're teaching them a lesson that you're like, oh yeah, that's for me too. (laughs) And as a coach, it's no different. I found myself, I looked at like who my clients were and I was like, oh my gosh, like I had a stable of clients who were all burnt out moms. And, you know, and I looked at this as like a huge opportunity to be able to teach them all these lessons that I had learned and that I was learning. And for me, I love coaching moms and because I think of the ripple effect, right? Like as you learn to take better care of yourself and as you learn to hold loving boundaries, as you learn to have more fun um, in your life and do the things that you want to do, you're modeling that for the next generation, right? And then they in turn are going to model that for the generation after them. And so for me, it's like when I, in coaching working moms, like I, it's not just one person's life that I'm impacting, right? It's an, it's a whole family and it's a whole generation is how I kind of think of it. And it's, that just lights me up inside. Like I love helping moms find time for themselves 
to have more fun, to pursue their passion, to really go for it, to put themselves first without guilt. Because that was a big thing for me was I felt guilty taking time for myself. I felt guilty putting up boundaries around my like, you know, mental health and, and physical space and all of that stuff and, and, and unlearning all that we learn as women in this society about, you know, taking up space and demanding, you know, what we need, right? Like having our needs met and really advocating for them, having our own back. I love being able to pass on those lessons. And as moms, it's really important to take care of ourselves because, you know, we've all heard the airplane analogy of putting on our masks before our kids. But so many times, like in our everyday, and and I'm sure there are moms who even on planes would put their kids' masks on first, right? But like we we think that that's helping in, and maybe it is in the short term, but in the long term, it's not because if you are constantly giving to others without giving to yourself first, you're going to have nothing left to give, right? And that's, that's where the burnout comes in. It's not having your own back. It's not being able to say, this isn't okay. This is what I need. And like really advocating for it. Even if you have to say it a few times, <laughs> listen, if you're a parent, you're, you should be used to saying the same thing over and over again, right? But for some reason we don't, when it comes to ourselves, we don't continue to advocate, even if we don't get what we need the first time. And for me, like I said, that was a huge wake up call was realizing it was changing my personality. It was realizing that I was abandoning myself and for what it was taking a huge toll on my relationships. Um, it was taking a huge toll on my physical health, my mental health. And it was then that I realized that I was the only person who could make this better. Right. It was this idea that like, I'm the problem and the solution. No one is going to stand up for me. No one is going to advocate for me harder than I'm going to advocate for myself. And in that realization, it was like, oh, like if this was for anyone else, if it was my child, if it was my best friend, like I would jump to their side and I wasn't doing it for myself. And so that was the realization where it was like, I really need to step up and have my own back in a way that I would for other people. So often we as women, especially moms, right? We wind up doing things for other people instead of them, instead of for ourselves. Like we will go out of our way and, you know, for other people, for what they need, for what they want and not do that for ourselves. So no more. That was my wake up call. And now it's my mission to help other women do that as well. Is it perfect? Do I always have my own back? No, right? But it's a process, right? Like we're human beings. It's it's something that we're continually learning and growing and, and figuring out. So if you are new to this, I don't want you to beat yourself up. I don't want you to... Um, think it's too late for you. You are here for a reason. You're listening to me for a reason, right? I'm in your, I'm in your ear to show you that it's possible that there's no point of there's not, you haven't reached a point of no return, right? You can still figure this out. Maybe this is your wake up call. Maybe hearing this and, and realizing like, Oh wait, it doesn't have to be this way. Like I can actually like learn to juggle all the things with a lot less effort and more fun, right? Cause that was something that I realized I was missing. I 
somebody asked me what I like to do for fun when I was in the middle of burnout. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. And I'll be honest, I've had moments like that during this pandemic time, right? Where it's like, I can feel the burnout creeping in. And when I can't remember what's fun, that to me is a little trigger. That's my, my internal alarm clock. My internal wake up call is like, Oh, oh, we forgot what fun is. We're not having any fun. We must be burnt out. (laughs) And so that is my mission is to just bring back the fun, bring back your time, you like taking care of yourself in the way that you do for everyone else in your life. So that's the show for today. I hope you enjoyed it and I will talk to you next time. People pleasing is so 2020 among hopefully many other things. As we move into a new year, let me help you move into a new you as well. With coaching tailored to your needs, I will help you get over the people-pleasing behaviors that have you feeling done before you've even gotten started. There's so much that you could be doing with so much less effort. Just head over to lizheron.com slash work with me and pick the coaching package that works for you. Together, we can reclaim your time and have you crushing your goals in 2021. I hope you've enjoyed the show. And if you did, remember to subscribe and share with a fellow juggler. I'm Liz Heron. See you next time.